Yama Joba. This is the Tbilisi podcast covering life, travel and more in the country of Georgia. Brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge and eatthistours.com. Welcome everyone to the Tbilisi podcast, a show about life and travels in the country of Georgia. Yeah, yeah. that's it. We're yep. here. We are here. Uh, this is one of our introductory episodes, so pretty excited that we're going to be doing this one because uh, just wanted to do a little bit of information about what the show is about and who the people behind the show are so you guys get a little bit more of an insight into who we are and, you know, what our inspiration is. <laughs> inspiration for doing a podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we've got three people here today. Meg is the main host. Meg, Meg's voice you heard first. I'm Tom. I'm the co-host. And also we have Yana here, who is the occasional co-host. Hello. Uh, occasionally turning up to the show when he's, uh, when he's available. I think the way we should start off this episode is to explain exactly the sort of people that we want to, uh, to have listening. Who, who is going to be listening to this show? Who's going to enjoy this show? Exactly. So we, we really wanted to make this show be something that would be relevant for tourists that are visiting and also expats who have been living here for a while or people who have just recently moved here. You know, the three of us have all lived here for a while and we've all had to sort of feel our way around different information and different things. So we just wanted to bring that wealth of knowledge in podcast form. Yeah, exactly. So whether you're a tourist coming here for a few days for the weekend, whether you're uh, an expat who already lives here, whether you're someone who's planning to relocate here, or whether maybe you're a slow traveler or digital nomad or someone like that who's going to come here for like six months or something, uh, you're going to find a wealth of information through all the podcasts we're planning over the next uh, years. Well, really, years. Yeah, we've got at least yeah. 100 episodes planned already to sort of Loads. get things rolling over the next two years with that, uh, releasing one a week. That is roughly who it's for. If you're any of those people, if you are interested in Georgia, even if you're not planning on coming here, then uh, you might also learn something. Yeah. So the plan is we're going to be doing lots of episodes on things that we wanted to know about when we first came here, uh, both as tourists and also when we moved here as expats. You know, as I said before, we're going to bring out our own knowledge and the things that we've learned, but we're also going to talk to experts along the way as well about specific topics. So you can get a bit more of an in-depth dive into those particular things and just find out more information about the specific things that you want to know about in Tbilisi. Yeah. So as well as the three of us who are going to be doing episodes uh, as we go along, taking it in turns or working together, uh, we've got a whole bunch of random different people who are going to join us as guests. Uh, we've got the sommelier from my, my food tour company, my food and wine tour company. We've got legal experts and real estate experts from Expat Hub, which is Yanar's company and my company that we run together. We also have other expats who are local business owners who live here. We're going to get some of them on the show to talk about their experience and give a, their take on things here. Uh, tour guides from the tour company uh, that I run here. And hey, uh, if we get big enough, which we hope to really quickly, then let's get some local celebrities on the show or something. Yes. <laughs> get, some, get some Georgian That's celebrities like on to talk master about. master chef people that have opened restaurants and people that have done lots of different things. So, hey, if you are a celebrity or you know a celebrity, tell them about us. Yeah. Do it now. So that's what the show's about. That's who it's for. We've uh, we've covered that. So uh, we're, let's talk about who we are. I think yeah. we should uh, do a bit of an introduction uh, to everybody who's sitting in this room at the moment, the three of us recording here in Tbilisi. So, Meg, what's Hi. a surprising fact about you? What's something weird and unexpected? Let's start with that. Um, I have been to both Arctic Circles and I was in... the in, same year. It was in the same year. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a pretty cool fact. I've been to all seven continents as well. Well, 
yeah, Meg is representing the international travel side, but uh, decided to relocate and live in Georgia permanently after many years of travel. Exactly. So, yeah, I've got the uh, insight from being a traveler, uh, both from budget through to luxury as well. You know, I sort of upped my game as I, as I went through. I'm quite proud to say, you know, <laughs> I did I did all right. Uh, so, yeah, I've got the insights from both of those sides, but also just being a digital nomad and working around the world and in different places. So I first came to Tbilisi in 2016 as a tourist, uh, definitely as a digital nomad. So looking for places to work, looking for good internet, but also my blog is foodfuntravel.com. So I am a food and travel writer. So I'm here for the food. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. And I came back for the food. How many kinkalis have you had in your life, Meg? I don't think that can be counted. <laughs> it can be counted in kilos and you never ask a lady that. Yeah. <laughs> And the problem with kinkali is, well, once it's three o'clock in the morning and you sit down to eat some, you can't count how many you're eating. No. <laughs> you always eat too many. You always order too many. And we'll be talking about kinkali in another episode. If you don't know what we're going on about, it's dumplings and they're great. I and you'll it. eat a lot I of them. I will when never, you get ever, ever get sick of kinkali. Never. So, Yanar, a surprising fact about you, but something interesting. Well, if, if Meg's been to all seven continents, uh, I've been to all 44 countries of mainland Europe and hey. I believe in seven of them. Nice. Um, which, which, which was surprising to me as well. I just counted this, uh, this morning, uh, the, the places that I've, uh, that I've lived in and I didn't think that seven was the number. And, and now I've been in, um, in Georgia, coming to three years, I think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a serial expat, basically. Serial expat. But yeah. um, I know you probably tell this story a lot, but you moved somewhere on a, because you lost a bet. Yes, I, I was. I was actually uh, when when Tom asked me to uh, prepare a, a surprising fact about uh, myself. I, w- I was in between uh, what I said and and what uh, what you mentioned now, Meg, uh, which is that I uh, I accidentally became a nationwide celebrity in Poland uh, because I uh, happened to lose a bet that uh, sent me to a small town, small small town in eastern Poland called Krubieszów for a month. And, uh, and and that got picked up by uh, by the by the media there, which which made it a very interesting month indeed. <laughs> what was the bet? Is it? Uh, are you allowed to say? <laughs> it was. It had to do with poker, uh, and uh, and it was it was actually a little bit a little bit complex. Uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to, uh, to to tell more about this in in one of the uh, upcoming episodes, though. It's a it's a it's a bit of a long story. It's an interesting story, but it's a, it's a bit of a long story. All right, all right, cool. And uh, and me, a quick bit of background. Yeah. I think we'll talk a little bit more about each other as well as we go along. But uh, I'm married to Meg, so uh, we're not married to Yanar. That's a separate thing. Uh, but we're business partners, not life partners. <laughs> but me and Meg are actually married. We got married here in Georgia in 2018, actually. Indeed. Uh, surprising fact about me, uh, I actually worked as a musician for eight years. Uh, so although I work in the travel industry and I work uh, in expat services here in Georgia and both of those things here in Georgia, uh, I worked as a musician for eight years before that. Uh, so long before that, back when I was a young'un, <laughs> like 15 <laughs> years ago now, something like that, 10, 15 years ago. So uh, that was my first career when I left university, did that, yeah, which is pretty crazy. Full-time musician, professional, traveled all over the world doing that. So we've all traveled a lot. I think that's one yes. of the important things we're trying to establish here. I think moving on, one of the things that we should probably uh, explain to the audience is exactly what brought us to Georgia. Because yeah. uh, as you said, Yana, you've lived here th- for three years. We've been here permanently three years as well, coming up in May. And this is, uh, we're recording this in 2020. So, um, and- Well, we're recording this in 2022. 2022. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! You know, COVID years, whatever. Yeah, happened. I think we lost two years. Twenty twenty yeah. didn't, didn't count. Oh yeah, my nor did twenty twenty one really. So I think it is twenty twenty again. I'd like those two years back. Yes, please. please. But yeah, so we all decided to move to Georgia. I would love to hear, you know, a little bit about what actually made that decision happen. Yana, go. So for uh, for us, it, it was a purely pragmatic uh, decision where. Uh, my uh, my wife and I uh, we were looking for uh, for a country to move to and and for a country to to live in longer than uh, than just a couple of years. So we uh, we did a whole lot of research and we did a whole lot of traveling as well. We were before moving to Georgia, we traveled full time for about a year and a half. As a result, we we came up with a relatively long list of countries uh, that were uh, the potential candidates for uh, for us to move to. And, and we started making the list shorter and shorter as we went along. Um, and ultimately, just looking at all of the things that were, were and are important for us, Georgia did well in most of these categories. Uh, so ultimately, for the, for, the last, uh, for the last six months of our travels, we were actually uh, seriously considering between Georgia and Panama out of, uh, out of all the places. Two Quite very different, different Quite yeah. different. But then Georgia... For a, for a number of reasons, Georgia ultimately came uh, came out as the winner, and uh, and here we are, eating kinkali. Eating kinkali. Yeah, wouldn't be doing that in Panama, that's for sure. <laughs> Meg, I don't know. I guess our story is pretty much the same, but I, I should let you tell it, perhaps. Yeah, we met working on cruise ships, and then because Tom is from England and I'm from Australia, we had to sort of decide on where we were going to live. Tried Australia for a couple of years and just decided that it wasn't exactly for us. And so packed our bags and went traveling around. And we, yeah, we, we, we spent longer traveling. What did we travel for like seven years? Trying out different places. We tried uh, Mexico for a while. There's a House Hunters International episode that we did. So there's another little claim to fame. Yeah, if you search the internet for our, our names. You might you might find that <laughs> random episode of House Hunters. Yeah, where we're like, yeah, we live in Merida. No, we don't. We left uh, about a month after we filmed that. Anyway, well, we'd arranged to film it quite a long time before the filming took place, and then by the time the filming took place, we were like, we've already decided to move. <laughs> Did they not make you sign a contract saying that you must live there for the next ten years? No, they no, don't care. The whole show care. is um, artificially staged. It is reality so. television. Television. Well, I mean, if you do see the actual apartment or house that the person lives in, that is where they absolutely live, but they're not actually buying the place. We're going to ruin everyone's conception of this show. <laughs> this is my. This has been yeah. my current aim. I just travel around the world now trying to like disillusion people from house hunters and tell them the real story. There's literally no way that someone could complete on a house in five days in the time it takes them to film the episode, so they can't find a house and complete in five days. Unless you're in Georgia. Unless you're in Georgia, <laughs> which we just, just completed a real estate purchase in eight days. <laughs> Uh, which was pretty amazing. Uh, but more on that in a real estate episode. That's a different episode but, entirely. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So we tried Mexico and then we were like, okay, bit hot and I'm getting really fat because all the food is really delicious and I can't stop drinking mezcal. And it's deep fried. And Everything's deep, deep fried. fried. And so we came back to Europe because we missed wine and cheese and thought we were going to live in Portugal and then Portugal didn't work out. And then we were like, oh, where, 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 where? And then something just kept drawing us back. Kinkali. Kinkali was one of the things. Uh, definitely. I love Kinkali. I don't think I'll ever get sick of Kinkali. It's fantastic. 
Uh, also, the wine here in Georgia was a very good factor. They have fantastic cheese. It ticked a lot of boxes for us. You mentioned, Yana, that there was like certain criteria that you were looking for in a place that you wanted to move to. And yeah, you just go to a place and if it ticks enough boxes, then you're like, okay, let's give this a try. So did you guys come to Georgia with the intention to move here? Or? No. Yeah, we were so- going to go back to Portugal after the summer. We just needed a, a break and decided let's let's go to Georgia for a bit. It draws Which, you in. It captures you. And there's something about, I don't know, the the people and the life and everything that sort of draws you in and and it just I don't know, it gets in your brain and you're like, wait. To those to those listeners who uh who aren't in Georgia or or haven't been in Georgia for long, uh this is a very frequent story. Uh Tom and Meg are, are by no means exceptions here. Uh mm-hmm. there's a significant portion of the expert community. Uh, who are people who, uh, who who plan to come here for a month or uh, or perhaps even for a, for a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, doesn't matter. And then years later, they uh, they find themselves uh, still still in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It really helps that there's a one-year visa, well, visa-free entry on arrival. So if you're from uh, a certain list of countries, which is all of the people probably listening to this show, or most people listening to this show will be from those countries, EU, US, UK, et cetera, Australia, uh, you get a whole year. And you can just stay here. So it's very easy if you turn, come for a month, you can go, ah, well, I'll stay for another month. Yeah, I'll stay for the whole year. Oh, then I can just cross the border and come back and get another year. Uh, obviously, the, some stuff you need to sort out with that, like uh, taxes and things like that are, are a concern. And we'll talk about those in another episode. But yeah, it's very easy to just stay here, whether accidentally or on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, I don't know, there's just something in the air that captures you and you end up just falling in love with this place. And I don't know, we just couldn't get it out of, out of our head. And we tried definitely a lot of different places to live in and, and Georgia definitely was the place that we went. It's the winner. We're still here. We're still here. This is the longest we've lived anywhere since leaving Australia. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I'm actually originally from the UK. I lived in Australia for three years. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So that's some random that's stuff about background us. Stories. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the businesses that we all set up here yeah. um, because we're wanting to, you know, give back to the community and be a part of like Georgian life here and set up our lives and everything. So let's talk a little bit about the businesses and why we are actually doing this podcast. So Tom. Yeah, this is actually one of the reasons that we, once when we did come here, uh, after a few months of being here, I was like, there is a massive gap in the market for a really good, authentic, but moderately high-end tour company, especially focusing on wine. And what is the name of your tour company? Eat This. Eat this, tours. We make people eat stuff. We make people drink stuff. They love it. We're not actually force feeding people, but in some ways, you know, we are. It's great. I mean, are There's you going to say no to that tours. grandma that slaved over your kachapuri all afternoon and like handmade your kankali? No. Eat no. it. Eat it. But our tours focus uh, on something that's a Georgian word, shama mechama, which means uh, I, I ate everything by accident because it was so good I couldn't stop eating it. Essentially. It's, it's a one, <laughs> one long word that has a very long meaning to it. Uh, but yeah, that's our goal. We spent uh, a very long time traveling around Georgia, uh, going to a lot of artisan wineries, meeting the winemakers in person, uh, setting up a really good network of food and wine locations, and then built some amazing tours. Uh, I'm, I'm just tooting my own horn, but uh, they are good. We I get, did ask you we to We only toot. get five-star reviews. We've never had anything but a five-star review. Yeah. It's, it's really, we really have. I, I take this very passionately and personally to make sure that everything that we put on our tours is really authentic and really special. So everyone gets a great experience on those. What would you say is the most special thing about going on a tour? Uh, I think meeting the winemakers in person. It's actually one of our sort of key mottos for our company. 
Every single tour we do, you will meet and sit down and have a drink with at least one winemaker and drink his wine with them. That's like our, our major thing. So maybe you're eating his wife's food. Maybe she's cooking for you guys. Uh, well, we have female winemakers as well. You can sit down with them. Depends where you go. Lots of different people that you'll meet. Uh, and that's really it. Because then you get to learn about the culture from those people themselves. Rather than just from the tour guide, you actually learn the culture directly from, uh, from winemakers and, and cooks. So, yeah, it really is uh, say, a big focus on authenticity by having that sort of experience. Tom, you've been running this company for uh, close to two years now, yeah. um, I think. How many wineries have you been to within these two years? Right, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I have been so busy and been to so many that I haven't collected the list together to find out. I know it's over 100. Uh, it could be closer to 150 now. That's a really good wow. question. We need to tally up. Yeah, I, I mean to tally up, but it's going to take me an hour or more to actually go through everything. I was tracking it for the first year or so, and then I just got too crazy busy. Uh, I'm aiming to visit 1,000 wineries before I die in Georgia. That's wow. the plan. How many wineries are there in Georgia? Uh, so many that no one would know, because this is another cool thing about Georgia is uh, everyone makes wine at home if you live in the countryside. People have their own grapes in their garden. They make wine. Maybe they don't make good wine. A lot of people don't make good wine. So what we've done is filtered out the people who don't make very good wine and the ones who actually do make very nice wines. But yeah, thousands, thousands and thousands when you include all those home winemakers. Mm. Even the sort of semi-commercial artisan ones, it's still in the thousands. So I will never visit them all, but I'm going to try and visit as many as I can uh, and hit that 1,000. It's 1, a good challenge. Yeah, I mean, my liver is going to explode, but it's worth it. It's really worth it. Yeah. So, yeah, Jana, let's talk about, I know we both run a business together here, but uh, I'm going to let you talk about it as I just talked a lot about the tour company. So, yeah. Sure. So, so my, my story is a little bit different because um, I, um, I didn't come to Georgia to, uh, to do any business here. Uh, my, uh, my background is mostly, it's, it's a weird blend of, uh, of uh, finance and tech. Uh, my, uh, uh, my main uh, business interest uh, has uh, been in uh, mergers and acquisitions for the for the last many many years um, and uh, and uh, the main business that i'm involved with is um, is in the us uh, so i didn't have any uh, any intention to uh, to start anything in georgia but uh, as it happens an opportunity came uh, came along and Roughly, uh, roughly two years ago in um, in July, twenty twenty. Uh, just the real twenty twenty, not not this one that we're in now. Yeah, the Thank original you. one. In, in July twenty twenty, Tom and I started uh, Expert Hub, uh, and uh, an Expert Hub is a business that helps expats moving to Georgia and uh, and uh, those already in Georgia with their uh, legal and accounting affairs. Uh, we, we started, uh, started off as a, uh, as a tax law firm uh, with, an, uh, with an accounting arm. Now we're much more than that. And we, uh, we, we help uh, experts with everything from uh, real estate transactions to, uh, to general relocation help. Uh, and, and we're still continuing to expand our, uh, our product portfolio. Uh, and and events we're moving into events now that events. Uh, the covid rules have changed going to do doing charity events this year business networking yeah. uh, catered caters towards experts and uh, and and so forth so basically you guys are sort of just focusing on a lot of those things that people like to let's be honest ignore no one wants to think about tax no one wants to think about those things and 
our tax attorney loves thinking about tax <laughs> all the time. He keeps talking to me about it. I'm like, He's I don't need to know everything. Guy. You can consult people on this. <laughs> but it's a lot of those things people try to sort of sidestep a little bit and forget about. And then they're like, oh, yeah. wait. They um, want someone else to deal with it. Yeah. And that's exactly why our business has grown incredibly quickly here. And we've gone from uh, one employee when we opened the company to uh, almost 35 now within the space of two years. So it's been pretty rapid growth just because there was a huge gap in the market for uh, quality services. There was a, there was a serious, serious need uh, in the market, which, which, is, why, uh, which is why we, um, we did this, because uh, I personally had significant issues finding good, high-quality advice. Uh, what, I, what I keep saying is that to realize how big of a problem this is in Georgia, go to 10 tax attorneys, ask them all the same question, and you will almost certainly get 10 entirely different answers. That's, that's, what the, that's what the reality is here with, with tax law and, and also with, uh, with accounting as well. Uh, so there was, uh, there was a very clear need for reasonably priced but high quality Western, Western level service. And, uh, and this, is the, this is the gap that we, uh, that we filled. Yeah. And pretty much every month we figure out something else that expats need done that isn't being done very well. And that's why our portfolio of services has grown so quickly. Just because there's so many things that you're like, well, I don't want to have to sort that out. And Georgian's not an easy language to speak. And although a lot of people here speak uh, English or Russian to some extent as well, it's still pretty difficult to get your own stuff done in some cases. Uh, and having people who can help you uh, with those processes really makes a big difference if you're trying to relocate here. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just relocating somewhere in general is a big stress, let alone having to take in the language barrier and also just different laws and regulations. So if you have someone that can help you out with that, why not get that? little bit of help, right? Yeah. Meg, tell us about your blog. All right. Uh, it has been, uh, I will admit, it's been a little neglected, but I hope to change that. So I did- Someone had a baby. I had a baby uh, yeah. in 2020. See, that's why I everything's back to 2020. I've just been in a haze since then. <laughs> and, the, and the baby is also from the actual 2020, not from 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from yeah. 2020. Uh, yeah, so I had a baby and the blog has been a little bit neglected, but I do hope to change that now. Uh, going forward, doing this podcast and also just bringing out some articles that are more Georgia focused. Yeah, when COVID happened, we've been definitely grounded here. And yeah, I just want to get a little bit more information about Georgia and helping people with their travels and in a, I guess, in a post-COVID world, because it's a completely different place that we're traveling to now. And that's what I'll be working on in the future. But mostly I think I'll be doing it through this podcast because I like podcasting. I'm very good at talking, it turns out. You briefly had a career in talking because you had two and a half years basically as an MC on, on cruise true. ships. So that was. That I was have a lot been of paid to talk before. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, this podcast is the next phase of the blog. Um, food and travel are my passions. So, yeah, there will be a lot of talking about uh, food and wine throughout the series and, and different episodes and getting different historians in. I love history as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big history nerd. I'm a big foodie. So be prepared for a whole bunch of that sort of information from me. But yeah, Food Fun Travel's been going since 2013. We traveled the world. We did lots of different things, traveled to lots of different places. 95 countries in total. Yeah. Not in that period of time. We also worked on cruise ships before. So that helped us visit a lot of extra places in a short amount of time. But yeah, yep. we got to 95. We were supposed to get to 100 in 2020, <laughs> which... Uh, that magic those year. last five didn't happen then we had a baby so we didn't get it we didn't hit the hundred but i said those two years don't count so i'm going to try and do five countries this year maybe do maybe it do it because yeah we're in 2020 again as we agreed <laughs> but. 
So yeah, so um, so yeah, that's that's the very simple version of me. Foodfuntravel.com. It yeah. says it in the title. Foodfuntravel.com slash Georgia will get you to our sort of hub page for all of stuff Georgia because we've got stuff from like loads of content from Mexico when we live there and Thailand and Greece. other places. Greece is a big Greece. one. Italy yeah. as well, of course. But yeah, sadly, we haven't been to those destinations post-COVID. I do hope to change that. And then we can uh, maybe talk about going to those destinations as a family because that's a whole different ballgame too. Yeah, yeah. We're coming to Georgia as a family. We'll be talking about that in future podcast episodes. Exactly. Having a baby here, in fact. Yep. During COVID. <laughs> it's an <laughs> interesting story. Yep. So, so yeah, I've got like a whole, yeah, I've got like that whole mom aspect. So like the whole family or becoming a family sort of thing here. I, I'll give people all an insight on that. And yep. I'm and still trying to get out and get to new restaurants when they open up. There's some pretty exciting places that have opened post COVID. And we did make it to a couple of them. Still a whole bunch more on my list. Um, I've been on a mission to get to as many different sulfur baths. <laughs> yeah. wow. Sulfur baths is something we'll talk about in another episode as well. Yeah, uh, it's you research. Give the hot spring sulfur baths here. It's all research. All research. Baby. Just yep. going to the baths every weekend. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, I think we're pretty much out of time. I just wanted one other thing I wanted to mention in this episode because I don't know if it's going to come up or if we're going to get uh, we're going to get emails from people about it. Yeah. The theme tune to the show. Now, ah. there's a story behind the theme tune to the show. We've been planning to release a podcast for about a year, and we are on the lookout for uh, something we could use as a theme tune. Uh, it has to, of course, be something that we can talk over because then we're introducing the show. You've heard the theme tune if you're listening to this already. It was incredibly difficult to find any licensable Georgian music, especially Georgian music that sort of was a bit more instrumental focused because uh, the tradition of Georgian music is polyphonic singing. That's like their most favorite style here. It was sent out on the Voyager um, on the gold disc that got sent out to the stars back in the 70s, it was almost impossible. We spoke to local musicians about licensing music and they're like, well, I've never licensed music before. We didn't want to just use someone's stuff without their permission. We didn't want to use something where we had to say every episode, and this is by this performer, because that would sort of seem a bit weird during our titles to start crediting people. So the piece of music, I, I wouldn't say it's fully 100% traditional. So if you are Georgian and you're listening to this and you're going, oh, this is a Georgia podcast. This music's not, not quite Georgian. It was about the best we could get after a year <laughs> to find a really interesting piece of music that worked as a title sequence and, and was licensable so that we could actually have it legally. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I wanted to say that because I know some people are going to yeah. probably write in going, is that really Georgian music? Like, yeah, it's sort of it's like Georgian fusion music. basically. Yeah, yeah. There was like mix five tracks I really wanted to use and we just couldn't get the licensing for them. It just it. And it's not even that like we couldn't. Because you know how you listen to a lot of podcasts and they're like, we're sorry, we couldn't afford the licensing. It wasn't even that. It's just like it, they just didn't exist. Didn't understand what we wanted. <laughs> Wouldn't let us pay for Maybe it. Maybe in the future. Who knows? Yeah, we'll have like a entrant and, you know, entrance song upgrade. So it's like uh, it's like chocolate kinkali. It's, uh, it's, it's not the real kinkali, but it's still delicious. Yeah, it's still a thing. Yes. It's still a cool thing. I like the theme tune. It worked out well in the end, but my God, it took a long time to actually find that, really that track. So yeah, if you're a Georgian musician and you want to license us some music at a reasonable rate for a podcast, then uh, yeah, get in touch. Maybe we'll talk about something custom being done for us. Who knows? That's in the future. But anyway. Yeah. So uh, that's the end of this introduction episode. Go ahead and listen to the next episode because uh, there will be a few out already by the time you're hearing this. And our businesses, once again, uh, this is Tom from eatthistours.com. And you can jump on there if you want to book a tour at any time or send us an email. And Yanar? ExpertHub.chi, check us out. Come, uh, come say hi. We're uh, we're we're both both in Tbilisi and Batumi. Yeah, 
and free consultation. Your first consultation is free in most cases. Uh, there are some limitations on that. So then you can meet with one of our advisors and you can get some information and, and get your taxes sorted out or real estate uh, and whatever you need relating to expat services. And Meg? I am foodfundtravel.com, but also I am behind this podcast. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Tbilisi Podcast. All right. Yeah. Or foodfundtravel.com slash Georgia if you want to find that Georgia content straight away rather than all of the other stuff we have on there. Yeah. All right. Great. We'll see you in another episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tbilisi Podcast. Connect with us at foodfundtravel.com slash Podcast, where you can find all relevant social media links, join our email newsletter, and discover more about travel, tours, and expat services in Georgia. This show was brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge, and eatthistours.com.